Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor podcast. So first off, before we jump into anything, I want to thank everybody for their patience uh, for for not having an episode last week. Uh, Jen had to travel last minute, and then when she got back, work stuff kept coming up, and uh, a number of people expressed concern you know, wondering if we were okay. Uh, we are okay. Everything's fine. Um, and there was, uh, there was a moment when we thought like, well, we've got, we have to record an episode. And this was as late as like Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like, because we've hated Abby so much this season, how can we not do an episode about the episode in which she is uh, voted out? But, uh, it just didn't work out that way. So thank you everybody for, uh, uh, indulging us in that. But here we are talking about the finale uh, the day after because it was th it was three hours, which it's always longer. I don't know why we didn't count on that. But uh, by the time it was over, it was... It just didn't occur to me that it would be 11 p.m. Yeah, which meant it was at least midnight everywhere else in right. the country. So... Uh, so we felt a little bit justified in just waiting until today to record. But uh, so there's a lot of stuff to to cover. We, we will first very briefly touch on the boot of Abby mm -hmm. as a strategic decision. Um, and it's it's interesting to me because the Tasha, Jeremy and Spencer who wound up being the final 3, which is what they always wanted, um which has been mysterious to us for the last several episodes, why on earth if you're Spencer or Tasha, which why we'll would get you, to. Why would you want to go to the end with Jeremy and yeah. vice versa? Yeah. And so but they they had a conversation about we can't take any goats to the end. Mm -hmm. This season is too important. You know, we owe it to the fans to go to the end with strong players. And that's fascinating to me, especially given what Spencer said to Wu at the end of Kagiyan, where he got angry at Wu for not taking Cass, you know, the ultimate goat. Uh, and he said that that basically lost Wu Spencer's vote. And so he, and he said that that was a big part of the game is knowing who to take to the end. And so I was fascinated that they were making this argument. And I guess it, it speaks to a season long narrative of the players feeling a great deal of obligation to the fans to give to not merely play their best, but to give them a great season. I get that, but I don't believe that to the very end. For instance, if Spencer had won the last couple of immunities and felt in charge, he might have made different decisions. He might have. I, I'm trying to think. Okay, so Jeremy won the very last. Yes, you're skipping way ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this so plays was, back into why they voted Abby out, which I think the better understanding and reasoning... It's funny because if we had recorded this the night that Abby got voted out, I think we would have been baffled. It wouldn't have made sense. But the way that the finale episode starts with everyone coming back to camp and Keith going, why the heck did you guys do that? Don't we all want to go to the end with Abby? And Spencer made the strongest argument. It doesn't have anything to do with them being final three. It has to do with the fact that, yeah, if everyone else wants to go with Abby, that means they don't want to go with Spencer. So if there's one spot left in the final three and it's either Abby or Spencer there, that's a good argument for me, Spencer, to vote her out. It is. But if I'm Spencer, I also want to go with Abby. You know what I mean? I would rather go with Abby than Jeremy or Tasha or even Keith. Like she's the, she's everybody's the goat. Ultimate reason I'm still baffled at this final three. Yeah, I don't understand why Tasha and Spencer didn't try and get Jeremy out sooner. Yeah, he's like a JT. Everyone wanted to go with him, and I don't understand why it was unanimous. Yeah, it's yeah, it it is literally. There's only been now four players who've made it to the end and gotten. Uh, all of the votes. Because just to clarify for the listener, 
if there were any votes for anyone else, Jeff would have read them. Exactly. The yeah. fact that he just kept, he just read Jeremy's name until it didn't need to be read anymore. It yeah. was the majority's worth of votes. Yeah. And he had said uh, shortly afterwards, though, it was, it was in the midst of people screaming. He said it was a clean sweep. Oh, I everyone, didn't even yeah, hear that. Everyone voted everyone's for Jeremy. yelling. Yeah. But that is, but that is it. Like. To then add why? suspense, if any uh, if anybody else got votes, right. he would have read them. Right. Um, and they also to clarify who gets second and third place in that situation exactly. too. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, it was just it's such an odd choice to remove Abby, and and that's the thing is, it would like, appear do it for the fans. Come on. Your fans, Tasha, would have been happier with you winning a million dollars sitting next to Abby than, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, sitting next to Jeremy. Well, and maybe so doing it for the fans means very different things. And and I'm I I would like to I wish we had, but I, I would like to go back and see who exactly was making that argument of the three of them. I I'm sure it wasn't Jeremy. I bet it was either. I think it was Tasha. It was Tasha. And honestly, if you're Tasha, it's. Is I need to make to sure to the end. Yeah. I need yeah. to make sure these guys take me to the end. Uh, because, and, and see me as yes, a possible threat, but I need to make an appeal that they will be able to latch on to. And in the end, she ended up being the goat. Yeah. Well, the majority of they the both questions were. were a lot of questions were towards Spencer. Yes. Yes, that's true. But, um, but a lot of angry questions were at Spencer. So it would appear that, well, Everyone it's was the mad villain. at her. People weren't thinking of her. It's the hero, the villain, and the goat. Yeah. Even within a strong, strong three. And unfortunately, she did play a hard, good game. Like, battling out of Angkor, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. that's that deserves to win the whole game, in my opinion. But that stuff didn't get seen by everybody else. And it's so frustrating to me that, you know, when... And it's easy for us to, you know, backseat drive and stuff uh, and say, oh, she should have said this. And I had this thought, if I'm Tasha, I could potentially get two votes. I could get Savage and I could get Wu, people that were on Angkor. Mm -hmm. No, wait, I don't think Wu is in the in the jury. Sorry, I'm thinking of the – so I, yeah, yeah. I could try to get Savage at least. Um, Abby was in Angkor. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And and so when somebody asks, you know, what was your most subtle move, or or I forget, uh -huh. that was a question. But I think it was it would be an answer to a different question. Uh, and she could say, Hey, I had to. Once the tribes got mixed up, there I am, me and Savage on the bottom. And she can almost look at Savage, whether it's his question or not. She can look at Savage and be like, It was tough, right? Like. We had to do everything we could, and so we were able to bring Abby in, and so the three of us were a tight three. And she basically can get them re remembering, yeah, it was tough, and we did make it to the end. Good job, Tasha. All for not, though, we're kind of focusing on how she could get second place here, and it's like, yeah. whatever, Jeremy won. Moving but you just got to go for every vote that you can. But yeah, at the in the end, um, it went to Jeremy, and it was becoming clearer and clearer that he would be... The winner for the last two or three episodes. Here's probably. a question. Though. Okay. Steven said something very poignant at the reunion, which is you're working with so little information that does not come across on screen. Right. When you edit this into 45 minutes, all the information is, um, yeah. I mean, they're, I they're only presenting the information that we need mm -hmm. and it's all truncated. It's incredibly condensed so we get it moving along episode to episode. I when mean, it was obvious out to there, us, not, not to them. What? I meant it was obvious to us, not to them. No, I'm I sure. know. Okay. That's but that's my point slash question to the larger argument and bafflement here is like it seems baffling to us as to why those three would want to go to the end together, but maybe in, in the moment it seemed like the best idea. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's as we see from various things in this last episode, uh this is a complicated season. Mm -hmm. Um uh, you know, at, at we, as we see at the end of, uh, you know, during Abby's boot, that last tribal council, people are saying we all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that was so clever. It was very clever and it was just very complex. And clearly, 
I think there just were weren't enough hours. I wish every every episode should have been two hours for us to really <laughs> get a sense of what this must have then been. It like. just been more chaos for us to deal with. I know, but at least we'd have a slightly better idea of what the chaos looked like. Right. A lot of the misinformation that we would have to sift through. Yeah. Whereas the editors only give us what we need. Yeah. I mean, for example, when they decided to split the vote, going trying to get Joe out, mm-hmm. all of us thought, that's ridiculous. But if we'd had a little bit more time, um, we would have seen that he was walking around very confident, wasn't scrambling, and basically acting as though he was very safe. Mm -hmm. And so that got everyone thinking between that and then Savage getting idled out. They're like, we do not want this to happen again. Right. And so, but we weren't, we didn't have the time. And so we weren't able to see that. And so it just looked like a bonehead move all the way around. Um, But yeah, but I guess that's, you know, that's what uh, Ponderosa and Twitter and Facebook and all that other stuff is for. Yeah. Um, but as far as this episode... I think we should do an episode on all the Ponderosas. Oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time especially, because yeah. there's a lot, there is a fair amount of tension yeah. uh, at Ponderosa for some people. Almost always emanating from Savage, who we'll talk about uh, in our next episode. In a couple of days, uh, well, I guess tomorrow, uh, we will be recording about just going back over the season second chances yeah how did people live up to that yeah did they improve did they they worsen what is their reputation like now yeah how did they play the second time around yeah we'll be talking about reputation we'll be talking about to use a loftier term legacy yeah is their legacy tarnished and i think some for some people it very much is for others it's greatly improved Mm -hmm. um and so uh so yeah, I'm excited to have that discussion. But uh, as far as other notable things that happened in the finale, uh, there's only First, a handful of things that I there's a handful of things I remember. Uh, there is the there is that insane tribal council, amazing, which is I think is going to go down as one of the best, if not the best, tribal council in Survivor history. Probably the best. <clears throat> I mean, what is the best according to what? People, Sometimes people say things or do things and the players are doing crazy things. This yeah. is the rules doing crazy things. So I don't think it's the best. It's except everybody, you know, Kelly using her idol. Yeah. It's interesting. If Kelly hadn't used her, hadn't played her idol, Jeremy wouldn't have played his and it still would have been a tie. Yeah. You know, but then but they would have figured They would have only out. had to vote for those two. Right. And so. Um, Can you re? Can you play your idol on I don't a think revote? So. I don't think so. Because they know. Because then you know you're being voted for. Right. Right. Ugh. So, well, whatever. That's not what happened. But Kelly it's had a good instinct. Fascinating that those are the two. They didn't pick Spencer and Keith. They picked the two people with idols. Well, Spencer had immunity, I believe, and so okay, Tasha and Keith. Sorry. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it was just, it was insane. And in the midst of that, that's the other thing. Um, it wasn't merely a tie. It was the reason the tie happened, which, and you and I have been saying it for the last few weeks, uh, I'm I'm impressed with Kimmy. Now, mm-hmm. it, didn't, it didn't pull off as well as... She did it very obviously. Yeah, but boy, oh boy, good for her for trying. She recognized she what other people didn't, which yeah. is... Not merely that she was at the bottom, like good for her for recognizing that. Yeah. Um, but then also that Jeremy was a huge threat, as yeah. was Tasha and Spencer. All three of them were. And this needs to be broken up somehow um, because the same argument that uh, Spencer is making to Keith that like, hey, if Abby goes, you, you know, you don't or I don't. Well, she can make the argument of, well, that's one spot in the final three. Uh, these three are all the spots in the final three. So we need to do something here. Mm-hmm. Um and so it didn't work, but good for her for trying. It is a different Kimmy yeah. than we saw or that I thought was was possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But, um, but yeah, so I think it's – from an entertaining standpoint, it is one of the best tribal councils. Definitely. Partially because of gameplay with Kimmy trying what she's trying, with Jeremy not being swayed – but with, with the three not being swayed by it, with – Kelly realizing I should probably at, play my idol. Jeremy point, realizing I t- I need to as well. Um, 
at that point I was on my toes more about is Jeremy going to believe Tosh and Spencer? Because if he doesn't believe them and he goes home, that's a disappointing ending. You mean for him or everybody? Everybody. Yeah. For everyone watching with Jeremy gone, it's like, okay, well, who's the best runner up to win at this point? Yeah. So I was happy that he believed them. I was happy he played his idol. Like there were several things, you know, according to the edit that needed to happen. Right. For this to go the right way, and it did. Yeah. And so it was entertaining. It was crazy. It was confusing. And it's such a, and it winds up reflecting in a way poorly, but also very well on Keith, who had the opportunity to essentially step out of the game because he wanted to. It was a very like Elizabeth Hasselbeck kind of move. Yeah. And just saying, like, hey, she's a single mother. Mm -hmm. I don't need it this bad. Come on. And everybody, including Kimmy, sort of, is like, no, 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 that's not how this is going to... And she felt, she clearly felt very touched and probably felt pretty bad about the idea that... I didn't get that impression from her. I saw that she was crying. And yeah. And maybe she wasn't fighting for him to stay, but she was clearly so. touched by what he was doing. Yeah. Um, and it's also uh, emotional that she had been had. Like, now yeah. she knows that... Yeah, there's... Even if she had stayed in the screwed. game... There's yeah. not much she'd be able to do. No. Um, there's not a lot of scrambling. Um, so, yeah. So, she went out at the end of a, a, a wonderful, crazy tribal council. You could see, you, oh, you could just see on the jury, just the excitement. Stephen you could see couldn't St- keep his mouth shut. He said things and then covered his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Stephen was just like shaking. He was so excited. <laughs> the just, ultimate it's like, fan yeah. spot. I mean, he lit- his spot was literally front and center. Yeah. He's a huge fan. <laughs> watching this travel play out what i want to know just out of curiosity is you know did they have to go back and look it up in the rule book did jeff just know each step of the way and i'm guessing because of the poster board and the marker and recapping that every every step took longer than they showed which is we're going to go over here and confer what's next yeah with the producers over and over again yeah and it's uh yeah, I, when he needs to, yeah, when he needs to use a marker and a poster, uh, just so that we, like, I, I was able to follow it pretty well, completely, but better safe than sorry. Because I think what got confusing is that there weren't multiple people that had to draw rocks. Right, that, that rule kind of got lost in the shuffle because there was only right. Keith. Right, um, and that because the idea there are so rarely ties and the idea that after a certain vote the people that got voted for yeah can't are now immune are now immune that's crazy but because i guess it means that like we can't decide between these two so let's just throw them out right because then it does entice other people to make a decision on one or the other which is ultimately what happened and it's yeah it's and it basically is almost like the show itself if, it, if it's going to go to rocks, it's the show itself saying, hey, guys, if you can't figure out what needs to happen, then you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, that's on you. Exactly. And so uh, it's it's a rule that I like. And uh, after all these seasons, it has completely paid off because yeah. that rule actually well, it's an incentive. helps create chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not a thing I usually like. But when it's as entertaining, I mean, even the... Like Jeremy and Kelly both used their idols. They were going against each other, but they were like grabbing each other's shoulders and, and laughing because even they recognize yeah, what's going on. I don't know that that was the best move, though. I think I would have been a little more solemn because when they realized what was happening, Kimmy, Tasha, and Keith all just looked really glum. Yes, that is true. I did have the thought... It, because Jeremy initiated it, that could have been strategy on his part, which is... If I'm going to the end, Kelly's probably not going with me. I think and it I was all to... emotional based at that point for the probably, same reason yeah. he shamed Kimmy. Like, shame on you. Yeah. I am voting for you now. I think he was shocked that what he thought was his number one ally and pawn now tried to get him out. Yeah. There's, there's something especially tough uh, when 
not merely you find out someone's going against you, but people thought someone was going against you and then you defended her yeah. and then it turns out exactly. you were that much more wrong. In the same way that when <laughs> when Spencer uh, said there's no way Kelly has an idol and there's probably no way that uh, Jeremy has, has an idol. And so with each play, you see him get react bigger and bigger and just be like, oh my gosh, yeah. I was so sure. Yeah. Um, that And that's why, that to me is why it's, one of the best, if not the best tribal councils, because there were so many different responses So true. on top of everything else. And it goes back to like not sharing the information about your idol. Yeah. I think from here on out from any new season, if anyone shares with someone else that they have an idol, that's a big mistake because you've seen it play out successfully very, very, very well this yeah. season over and over and over again with Jeremy twice and Kelly twice. Yeah how you do not share. You don't even share it with the person you're going to play for. He didn't even tell Steven. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, the, I, this season, everything about the idols was fun. Mm -hmm. And even though part of me, I like when idols are played more frequently because then they go back out into the field and there's a yeah. possibility that somebody else could get them as it is. Only two people had idols this entire crazy. season. Um, but they both use them. Well, I mean, an argument could be made that Jeremy didn't use his well because Stephen wound up going out next, but he still got he still used it well in that he the did person for he his played gameplay. It, yeah. it obviously got him to the end. Yeah, you know, I think that that's Stephen's mistakes, right? And which he admitted during the the reunion show of just yeah. you, you're so overly focused on one dude, you weren't playing an overall game. Yeah. And then as Jeremy pointed out that let's say they had, Steven had successfully gotten yeah. Joe out, then Jeremy would have been his JT. Yeah. And then if he had gotten Jeremy out, somebody else would have been his JT. Like exactly. they, they did point out a thing that people have talked about and that Steven undoubtedly thinks uh, or, or was worried about that, his game is such that he does need somebody else. Not in the way that Jeremy needs shields. No. He needs someone else to just confer with because he's not somebody who can be out there on his own. Uh, he's not, you know, Mike from last season who can come from a place. Well, he's from, not strong physically. So in the right. back end of the game, he has to have an ally. Yeah. And an ally who could potentially take the heat Um so sort of a shield, but he doesn't think in those terms. So how, I mean, he's very similar to Cochran. How did Cochran do this well? You know, Dawn was his shield. Yes, she was. That was, that's a weird shield. Yeah. And it's, it's a shield so of, of this season and the last five or six, who would have Steven's shield have even been Tasha? That's it. He would have had to go with, with goats like right there weren't that there weren't that many type of that this season there weren't a lot of dawn type shields mm -mm. except maybe savage um the person who who says i'm all about integrity that would have worked yeah because savage pissed a lot of people off exactly um just like dawn did yeah but even then like savage didn't really backstab he was merely he might have by the end if he had still been in it that's true yes uh, because i feel like you, you kind of have to Backstab? Yeah. Well, not this season because they're only voting blocks, so I'm not backstabbing anyone. And I think it's there were alliances throughout yeah. the entire thing. They just used the idea of voting blocks to get around that with like, hey, I just zigged when I had to zig and zagged when I had to zag, and we're all in right. voting blocks, so there aren't any alliances. And when there clearly were the entire <laughs> time. Yeah, I mean, your final three was an alliance for yeah. at least the last four four or five episodes like that's i feel and i feel like even loosely since the merge yeah it's i'll say this i i think the idea of the season-long alliance uh is not really i don't think that's been a thing for a long time there are too many switches now yeah i'm trying season. to think the last time that was the case i mean i mean it did work for cochran he was in yeah in it from the beginning with Don, and it worked for it worked for Tyson. He and Jervis, true from the word go, made it all the way to the yeah. End. Um, <clears throat> so it is a thing that can happen, but it's usually it can at most it's like a two person alliance. Tony and Wu, uh, they were in it from the beginning. That's why they Wu were, felt such loyalty. They were in it once Tony got rid of Cliff. 
because it was Wu and Cliff. Tony got rid of Cliff. Oh, that's right. And then Wu just I like about Cliff. Yeah. Then Wu just latched onto Tony. Yeah. And but then that was and then pretty early on. Yeah, that was very early. But um, but yeah. So, but. I tell you what, that voting block thing, it does provide an out for people. Now I really just want to see how the next season will use it. Now, did they record back to back? Is this the second? Is this the one right after Mike? Like back to back? No, it's not because they waited until that finale to go out. So the Brains Bronze Beauties, they yeah. haven't even seen the voting block stuff. Right. That will manifest itself in 32. Yeah. Um, Though it looks like no, this is thirty one. Oh, sorry, uh, that'll mess manifest itself in thirty three. Exactly. Um, yeah, thirty two looks like a completely different kind of mess, <laughs> a bloody mess apparently, where I guess people die, not literally, but boy, it sure looks like it. It's not often you see a chap a chopper flying. Um, no, scooping. That's true. Yeah. So, and that was pretty dire. Um, I just, there must be a lot for them to do a montage of it before the season even starts. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. To think that that's how they're selling the season. Yeah. That's weird. And part of me is like, that sounds really dramatic, but I hate watching people go out that way. And to think that a number of people are going to go out that way is, you know, maybe they did me. it because it, Jeff said right before the commercial, something like something really familiar, but something really unexpected. So like, yeah, don't roll your eyes at the fact that we're doing brains, bronze beauty again, because this is all also happening, which is a, but it's still a weird appeal to make because most people think that the first brains, bronze and beauty was a great season. You had Tony and then you had three people. It did end up being a great season, but when I heard it was going to be that again, I was not overly excited. Yeah, it's just... If you a, pick one favorite to be on each of those as well... Oh, that'd be fun. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, it would be fun. If, I guess they can't do this so soon after Wu, Tasha, Cass, and Spencer all came back. But um, if, if you, you had, had orig one original from each of the that would tribes be cool. before, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so uh, so moving on... My favorite moment okay. of the episode was Jeremy trying to get Keith's attention. <laughs> I totally forgot. So I <laughs> Because she was not asleep. Her eyes were no, open. Yeah. I mean she was yeah, she was turned on her side, so she wasn't officially seeing anything, but part of me feels like if she's awake and hears that much silence, she feel she must feel like there's something going Not on. Not only that, but he was snapping. Yeah. And so, so listeners, I'm a big fan of silent comedy. <laughs> uh, Chaplin, Keaton, Lloyd, whatever. And, and Jeremy, thankfully, has a really good silent comedy face. He's got very big, expressive eyes. Yes. And... I mean, I will give him props for trying as long as he did before he started rolling his eyes at Keith. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Look over here. Yeah. And I mean, it also just plays into showing you a little sliver of how long and boring it is out there. Yeah. I don't think it's uncommon for you to just kind of stare off into space the way Keith was to yeah. rub your face and just look around and not play the game for a minute. Yeah. And just and, you know, I mean, we all space out. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure they're all very tired and all that. So they it probably happens a fair amount, but it was we just have so... no idea the angle either. Like the camera made it seem like yeah. Jeremy was right on top of him, like waving frantically in his face. But I don't think that that was yeah, the case. He could have been a few feet away. Yes, and, you know, maybe you don't, and you don't <laughs> usually have a conversation from that. You know, but boy, oh boy, and just and and hats off to the editors. Like, okay, we're gonna have to play this. For as long as it goes yes. on. We cannot cut this at all because this is gold. And forgetting it on film. You know, like we we really oh, yeah. think about how how those cameramen must work to get yeah. every interaction that happens. And can you imagine as the cameraman having to stay silent as Jeremy, like without laughing? Yeah, you, you could say like, not that they would be, but hey, Keith, Jeremy's trying to talk. Yeah, <laughs> like nudge the chair. Yeah, they're clearly or right behind it. Just not burst out laughing. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was. It is one of my favorite Survivor moments ever. Yeah, because 
it's not mere like plenty of humor happens in Survivor, but it's usually somebody trying to be funny or being goofy or whatever. This was a funny moment that came out of desperation. Mm -hmm. Jeremy was desperate to talk to Keith, <laughs> couldn't let anybody know. And and here it comes. And that's why he sticks with it. The, and the the comedy comes from him just continuing to try and becoming more and more desperate, snapping his fingers. He looks around. There's nothing to throw at him. <laughs> also, like, good on Keith for not, when he does realize, not going, oh, did you? Yeah. And saying anything out loud. Yeah. He he impressed me in this episode. He he alluded to the fake idol very well. Yeah. Um. I think he did, again, this is more for tomorrow, but he impressed me and did a lot better. His spitting was on point and his gameplay was elevated. It wasn't good, but it was elevated. Yeah, absolutely. And and him choosing not to, again, quote unquote, play the idol. He knows it's fake. He wouldn't play it, play it. Right. But to whip it out and show somebody. But you had mentioned at the time that even though the idols were different, they all looked different from each other. This one could have been seen as obviously fake, and it was probably be it was better. just a lot more colorful. It wasn't yeah. made. All of the other ones, while looking different, were all made out of the same dull right. wooden materials. Right, and this looked like a little gold medallion or yeah. something like that. And so, um, but instead, he chose to kind of have like a, a little like bulge in like the waistband of his pants. Well, and he just slyly, you know, played it around camp the yeah. way you're supposed to. Yeah, and just the way he said, like, I'm, I feel mm -hmm. good or, or whatever. Uh, there are tricks to be played. Yeah. And there is genius. And he, and he, you know, everything was heavily implied, but it was implied the way that, yes, people who fake an idol say it that way, but people who have an idol and don't necessarily want to play it, they'll do that as well. Right. It's better than, I have a plan and I am going yeah. to stick to it. Yeah. I did find myself wondering if if he had simply said, I mean, you got to sell it. If yeah. he had simply said, I'm not going home tonight mm -hmm. at Tribal. And you said it with definitive. It's just like, that's one thing I know for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a that is a huge bluff. Yeah. But that level you, but of you confidence. You might as well if you're being voted out anyway. Exactly. That level of confidence is hard to, it's hard to pull off, but it's also really hard to ignore. Yeah. If you're Jeremy, if, if you think, if you already think that, oh boy, here we go. Um, and then you see somebody just come out and say, he's not showing you the idol, but he's saying pretty definitively, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. uh, very few people can pull that off. And it's arguable whether Keith could, but he, he played everything pretty subtle. Yeah. Um, you know, he did the best he could do. And yep. so, yeah, good for him. Um, so moving on, uh, you know, I feel bad that Kelly dropped the ball, literally. Mm -hmm. um, that's, a, that's a stressful challenge. It's you really, and I get stressed yeah, when Yeah, I don't it. like it. Ugh. She never would have won anyway. Like, even if she had made it past that point, she would not have won that challenge. Like, there. Right, absolutely, yeah. So... Um, I mean, we But she saw, must have been so frustrated. I would cry. You know, you know, you know you're going. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, when... You've seen, I mean, you've seen it in the past when the person who clearly is the next one voted out, they know it. And there's nothing. And they win the challenge. There's and, nothing you can play at that point because the play would have been Tasha, like say Spencer had won. Yeah. Or Tasha. Anybody yeah. but Jeremy. The play would have been, you guys, neither of you are going to win against him. You right. could win against me. Jeremy yeah. had to win that one just as much as she did. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that was a Boston Rob reaction. You know you've won the game at that point. No, no question about it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, and, and Jeff pointed out that two different reactions, both equally emotional. Mm -hmm. One is, I can't believe I just won a million dollars. The other is, I can't believe I just lost a million dollars. Like, there's no question about it. Right. Um, Would she have won over Tasha and Spencer, though? Based on the amount of negativity that we saw towards Spencer, towards Spencer, and then the general have. indifference against Tasha. Yes. Now, maybe if Kelly's there, maybe people f look at Tasha a little bit more. Mm, I still don't think so. But oh, say okay, so Kelly definitely would have Abby and Sierra. Yep, and might have. I think she had Savage. Oh no, she did. That's the opposite. Well, she might. I mean, you know, it's 
although he maybe he holds a grudge i don't know but i could see her her having steven um mm. so i don't yeah. know she would definitely she would get more votes than the other two did in the actual final tribal so um right so, so that yeah, would have been the play yeah at the very least just like jeremy beats them all so he's the one to take out and then they just couldn't take him out yep. his his shield plan pretty much worked completely you know um right down to well, we could, it's rather than Keith, like they could have taken out Jeremy. That's that what moment. I was trying to remember. What was the one in between that? You, right. Yeah. And uh, there were three tribals in this last episode. The crazy one, Kimmy went home. The boring one, when Keith went home, that's the one you would have, should have done. Because Spencer had immunity, correct? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. That was Spencer's biggest mistake. Yeah. That was a million dollar mistake. Yeah. Because got Jeremy, because he didn't have any idols and he couldn't have played them either. That was final four. Right. And so, and I do think that, you know, maybe, I mean, people do talk about how not unbeatable Keith is, but how he has a good social game. He doesn't make enemies and everyone else might have made enemies, but Keith didn't. And so that maybe they're win thinking, you, though. I don't think so, but it's the same thing that Tasha didn't have a lot of it. That's Tasha. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, but people do think they think of Keith as an immunity threat that if you keep him at final four, he could very well. Yeah, I get that. But and he could have actually won that ball immunity. Yeah, he could have. But Spencer should have thought, who cares if Keith ends up in final three if I do as well and Jeremy doesn't. Right. That's the thing is no matter what Keith beats ever. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Jeremy beats everybody. Yeah. Everybody. You don't have a chance against him. You do have a chance against Keith. Again, with the misinformation, not misinformation, but the plethora or complete lack, whichever yeah. way you want to look at it, of days and days and days worth of information. Again, we're only getting the teeniest snippet that we need to know. You know, Spencer said, oh, by the end of that tribal, that final tribal, I thought I had 0% chance of winning. Right. But he didn't necessarily go into it thinking that no not at all he, he was blinded yeah he thought he had a shot and by the way i mean i thought he had a shot i thought true you know spencer he could make a good argument not against jeremy but he could make a good argument right. for himself right and that's the thing is that's <laughs> you know spencer himself has said this that it's about assessing who is best to go with to the end you might have a great argument, but if somebody else has a better argument, that's a problem. Right. So moving on um, to, I'm fine to move on to final tribal. Do you? Yeah, you think absolutely. Of um, which I thought was was pretty good. Um, it's one of the few final tribals where, yes, it turned out that Jeremy was going to get all the votes, um, but in a final three, it's usually that there are two people that can make any kind of argument, one person that can't at all. Um, and so there's one obvious goat and then a fairly obvious winner and then someone sort of in the middle. Uh, that is not the case here. I thought, um, at the very least, as far as they answers, turned into being those roles though, even though they, their gameplay didn't justify them ending up in the, like Tasha played a great game Yeah. of the three though. She's the goat. But I do think, I guess what I mean is as far as the answers given, mm -hmm. you know, there's nobody who's just kind of stumbling around saying like, well, you know, I was loyal and I just like, no, they didn't say that they both. It was an excellent final travel, but Tasha could not explain play by play how she got where she did, which is frustrating because I mean, in that way, she is kind of like Jervis where Tyson and Jervis were definitely a team, right? But Tyson was perceived, and he was probably the more forceful of the two, but he was definitely perceived as the one making the call. And sometimes that's enough. Right. And so... And sometimes that's to your advantage or your disadvantage. Yeah. And she... You need a shield there if you are going to be the one perceived to be the one making the calls. Right. It's <laughs> If you make it to the end with the person, I mean, unless, right. it, unless it's like Russell, who's so forceful with everybody that he drives them away... Uh, it's like, that's somebody that you, Which I still think is unfair. I do too. But, uh, but yeah, the idea is you keep that, that leader person that everyone will definitely blame up to a point. Well, not, not blame. 
credit that people will credit with it or blame. It depends on how they look at it and how bitter right. they are. But I don't think anybody, you know, if you're the point that we're just going to make over and over is that they should have gotten rid of Jeremy. Yeah, and they, it's they're true. Dumb not to. Yeah. Um, like nobody's going to look like, at Jeremy and think that's a possible Russell. People are going to get mad no. at him at the end. No way. Like he's not that type. He's of emotional. Person. He dropped the bomb of his baby. You know, I did want to talk about that. Um, it was certainly effective. Super effective. Spencer patted him on the back when he got emotional with like, yeah. good game, pal. <laughs> yeah. Check and mate to you. But it could also look like, look how much Spencer has changed. He's a nice, he's a human now. That doesn't trump. No, not at all. Look at my unborn baby needs a million dollars. Right. Uh, but it is, it's tough because he talked about how, you know, I knew this information. I wanted to share it, but I didn't because I thought people, you know. That was the only way to present it. But the argument that could be made is, so you saved it until now because you didn't want to use it or you didn't want it to put a target on your back. It's just like, you wait until now, conveniently enough. You didn't wait till the reunion. You waited until right now. Like, you can, if you're Spencer or Tasha, yeah, you may not, it might not make you look very good. But you can make the argument that you can, he's using this. And unfortunately, no one got another question. Right. It was the, that was he like saved the, it for mic the last drop. thing. Yeah. Um, so the rebuttal to that would have been that. But he did it with the only way he could have his tone of voice, the amount to which he got emotional, not too much. Yeah. And it, he presented it clearly with, you guys would have voted me out if you had known about this. Yeah. And I think that's, and he played it really well yeah. and he said it really well because he didn't say, I couldn't say anything because you would have voted me out. What he, what he said was, I so badly wanted to share it with you guys mm -hmm. because, and in saying it that way, he's saying, I was connecting with you guys. You guys were my friends and I couldn't tell you the stuff that you tell friends mm -hmm. because of the game, that stupid game got in the way, you know, and just like, he has a really good social game yep. and even in just whether it's it might be instinctive, but I'm sure it's also on purpose. I'm sure he thought of the well right way out. to phrase that. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I do like that there were no opening and closing statements. I think those are silly. I think that they got all the same amount of information out. I know you disagree, but I, I am like right. Statements. No, you just listen to them blather on, and it's not directed at anything. But I. It's, I like opening statements. I'll say this. We'll, we'll talk about it again at some point, I'm sure. But what I like about opening statements is it's important, I think, to give people a chance before you grill them. It's important to give them a chance to frame how they see their game. I and get it. But people mostly didn't actually do that in their opening statement. That's true. But then there have also been some really great opening statements, you know, um, but yeah, it's. There are also just too many jury members. Were uh, and now that I'm thinking about it, were there no opening statements? I don't. I, there were no opening or closing. It was just we're here. Yeah, we're going to start off with questions. And I'm okay with no closing statement, but I I do think an opening statement at the very well, least. It's like, convenient though that Wentworth asked what she did, which is how do you? She basically asked the question to get them to closing statements. Right. You know and. And I know that they do, they will move the order of the questions around yeah, based so on the questions we, so that the most potent question is, is often the one at the end. Something very um, poignant at the beginning and then yeah. also at the end. Yeah. So they, you know, they led with Savage. Jeff asks each of them individually before they go in. Right. What are you planning on saying or asking? And then he puts them in the right order. Right. Yes. Um and so, uh, and then I'm sure that Jeremy, no matter what the last question was going to be, sure, this is the note we're ending on. Yeah. We are going to, no matter what, you could ask me, why should Spencer win? And I'll still find a way to tell you that it's Val is It's just being pregnant. a great politician. You don't yeah. accept the premise of the question. You yeah. answer what you want to say. Yeah. Answer the question you wish was asked. Yeah. Um, and that is- Which uh, Jeremy and Spencer did do it at times throughout. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, they're both very good talkers. Mm -hmm. And um, I was thinking that uh, to go to the tribal before that, when when Kelly Wentworth gets voted out, 
it see it does seem to me that you know, and who knows? I know that uh, tribal councils get cut down a mm-hmm, lot, mm-hmm. but um, you know, at the end when Spencer is pleading his case to Jeremy, he's being very forceful and all that. If I'm Kelly, I say, boy, he sure is articulate, isn't he? Sure is persuasive, isn't he? And the, and frankly, the more, and then at that point, also, the more Spencer pushes. why don't you say, and if you don't take me, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that Spencer wins when I leave. Because I, Maybe because she rightfully knows that that looks bad to a jury. It looks really bitter and it looks desperate. And that is what people, I mean, people, I forget who said it, that Spencer at the end looked like a bully. Um, you know, it's one thing like to make threats is tough. Yeah. You know, uh, and I don't think it ever looks good, you know, which is if you, it's like, but keep me around or I'm going to try game. And, what was that? That didn't lose in the game that got him a hundred grand and Right. Went worth 25. So at that point, it, he answered that question well when, when I think Savage asked, why are you so arrogant? Like you bullied your way into the spot. And it's like, I was just desperate. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing to say. And, and you said, you know, for a moment. And he was able to frame it in his narrative as well. Exactly. Which was, you know, this is how I was before. I'm trying to change and that kind of thing. And so. That's the question that made me think of that. Yeah, it's he didn't accept the premise of the question. He twisted it and turned it to say, yeah, that's actually a moment when I slip back into old Spencer. I'm trying really hard to be new Spencer. Yeah. And and I guess maybe that's why I like opening statements is it gives people a chance to. I don't know, it it gives them a chance to start to immediately start answering the question that you want people to ask and then. I think it distracts the jurors, though, and sometimes they respond to your opening statement. But I like that mm. because, to me, if I'm a juror and somebody frames their uh, their game a very specific way and I don't think it's – I think they're delusional, Yeah. then I can go up and say, uh, hey, you say you wanted this to be how you were viewed or this is the game you wanted to play. What? what makes you think you played that game mm-hmm. based on these moves? What, ma- what on earth makes you think you played that game? And I guess that's the reason I don't like opening statements and their, and you know, subsequent questions having to do with it because that just seems vindictive and spiteful and petty. Whereas, on the part of the juror. Yeah. Oh, see. And I like and, nothing was super angry this time. And I liked that a lot better. Yeah. I tend not to like a bitter jury and and honestly i thought savage was going to be bitter but he wasn't really mm. um he was a little bit you know he accused he was negative he was negative he accused uh spencer and jeremy of arrogance and it's mm. like i don't know if and jeremy and he i think it was when he was coming Skipping. at Kim, at kimmy yes you know he skipped yeah and it's just like okay i guess that is viewed as arrogance but he does you know but jeremy did say and he said to kimmy as well like I defended you. I actually defended you. And it turned out I was wrong. You know, I think everybody, I think at that point, anybody who thought that he was, you know, yeah. arrogant and just like, you can That's make the argument. That's how he spun that, that question. Yeah. They both spun the savage questions very, very well. Yeah. So it was a, it was a pretty good final tribal. I, you know, I do like a little bit of drama. I don't like bitterness, mm-hmm. but I, I'm okay with a little bit of drama. That's why, you know, in 29, uh, when Reed got up and, and mm-hmm. said his thing, that's that's about the amount of drama that I like because I it didn't feel bitter. It felt like a and some people think it do, it did sound bitter, but it sounded like the summing up of a person's game, mm-hmm. a, a person's bad game. Mm-hmm. So um, so as opposed to stuff like you know Lex uh, getting super angry at Boston Rob and that that's sort of hard. Thing. I can think, I think that they were very good friends in real life. They, yes, that's true. But at the same time, like, you know, people are good friends coming into the game and then they play the game and, yep. but anyway, uh, that's a conversation for another time. So highlights from the reunion. Um, I can't think of any specifically. I mean, I do like the amount of time they spent on Terry and his son, Danny, mm-hmm. and that they were able that, that CBS and survivor were able to incorporate, uh, 
that story into a larger, you know, charitable act mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. So I do like that quite a bit. Um, Where was Vetus? Yeah, that's weird. And who knows? I know that he, uh, you know, he has a kid and, and who knows? Maybe there was just... He lives in LA. I know. Uh, did you happen to look on Twitter at all after? I did not. And and maybe I should. I, I, I may have something of a theory uh about well, why he's not to there that tomorrow let's research yeah let's it a little yeah let's do that because i don't want to because my theory is a negative one okay. and i don't want to put it out there if in fact it was a family emergency or something sure. like that um yeah i mean okay yeah there's one there's a low light from the reunion okay and that is and you and I are apparently the only people in the entire world that think Joe is boring. <laughs> you know, I get that he's he's very good at survivor things. It's just unfortunate that it plays perfectly into who Jeff likes. Jeff fawns yeah. all over him, so he, they're gonna spend some time on him. Yeah, I was reading the AV Club. But that was and, a snooze. Yeah, I was reading the AV Club, and they said, "Huh, do you think a master strategist would ever get this? Who isn't also exactly. kind of an alpha male? Would they ever get this kind of cut? No. Like if Stephen did made some, let's say he he lasted much longer, made some really great plays, would he ever get this kind of cut? No, no. way. Mm-mm. Um, it has to be. I don't know. It, it fits very much into Jeff's love of bros, which didn't really manifest itself that much in this season." I think he did a very good job of being neutral, especially towards Savage, who he is friends with, openly friends with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got to be tough for him when you see when he sees that Savage is being kind of a jerk at times. I don't think that was difficult for him. He's kind of a jerk at times. That's true. That is exactly how Jeff would play if he were stuck in this game. I, I think it's hard when he sees his friend get totally blindsided and like ends up being the one to get voted out because Wentworth played her idol. I bet he was crushed. That reminds me of a, of a question that I have. Okay. I do not consider Savage a blindside. He got idled out of the game. It's not, I guess those are two different things. I think they're different. I don't think idled out is a term enough. So I think everyone just goes to, yeah, he didn't think the votes were for him. He was like, Whoa, Man, like as yeah. they started being read. But three votes were for him, and it's the three that were absolutely not in his alliance or in his voting block. I get it, but they could have been for Tosh, Spencer, sure. Jeremy, whoever. I don't remember who had immunity. Probably Joe had immunity that night. Yeah. I think the ter- like a person can be blindsided by, oh my gosh, I just got idled out of the game. Like the fact of something unexpected happening to me. Exactly. That's, That's why one it's thing. a blindside. That's using the actual term blindside. As opposed to... The survivor to term blindside is when your own your alliance own takes you out. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, I that's get it. A, but, you know... It's term, a picky point for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, term pickiness aside, so, I think Jeff was more distraught over that and not how Savage played the game. I think Jeff would be a dick if he played. I think he would be, but not the kind of... I think he he knows Survivor well enough, which Savage did not. Um, he knows Survivor well enough to understand how big of a role strategy plays. I think you can know Survivor really well, but it doesn't mean you can play it. That is true. Jeff Varner knew it well. Yeah, but he never thought he was better than anybody. And I don't think Jeff Probst would think he was better than anybody. I do. If so, Not for the reasons... He might think, I'm a better player, but I don't think he would ever think I'm a better person. And I think Savage thought I'm a better mm. person when he's starting to say that that Good Fishback point. doesn't have integrity, doesn't mm. have dignity. He has no shame or all these things. It's just like, come on, man. Like, I think he personally attacked out of insecurity with sure. I don't know what I'm doing out here. And Savage is or um, Steven. Yeah is killing me right now yeah it, it's i definitely think it, it comes from that and and a, a feeling that like the game has changed and rather than change with it i'm flustered and i'm going to lash out exactly at the people that were able to that yep. maybe facilitated the change yep um as opposed to varner who knows the game and was trying to adapt with the game and just tried too hard yeah um but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, the, the Joe thing, and I know that a lot of people like Joe, and he is a likable guy, and he's very good at survivor things, but I don't find him that inherently interesting. 
and snooze. He's he's a snooze and but that's the thing. Because Some the people, best quotes during that montage were from other people talking about him. That's how yeah. boring he is. There's nothing yeah. that he even said. Yeah, he's not Colby. Colby. No. Mm-mm. Like a lot of people say, oh, he's from he's kind of cut from the same cloth as a Colby or a uh No, he's an Aussie. He's an Aussie. Who he's an arrogant I don't like. Some bitch that just Yeah. No. Who has very little strategy, never quite knows. Who ends and, up bullying people. I don't think Joe bullied people. Ozzy did. Ozzy did. Yeah. I'm trying to um, think. But that, that, that's what I'm saying. You have to resort to stuff like that because you don't even know how to play the game. And it does. And it, it's a weird thing because Joe grew up watching the game and loves the game and good for him. And said wanted to be like Ozzy. Yeah. And it's like. Or nobody, who was the other one? Yeah. They said another one and now I can't remember who it was. Um, like another big challenge. Guy. Yeah. Um, but. To me, like if you want to, if you want to be like anybody, you should try to be like Colby. Now it's worth noting both Colby and uh, and Ozzy made it to the end of a final two <laughs> and, and lost uh, because. But it, but Colby is very quotable, mm-hmm. and he knows how to be good TV, and he knows how to maybe not be seen as as a threat. I think it has to do with the accent, though. Maybe, but I don't know. I Everything think that just, gets said with either a British or Southern accent is inherently more interesting and more funny i guess so i don't know it's there is a bit where three of the cast members of downton abbey were on a talk show yeah i saw that and they played out a scene with an american accent and it was boring it was hilarious but we would not be it's funny to me that that is their version of what americans are like hugh bonneville yeah just like was a very specific type okay. of American, band. but that was like put them put on the spot. No question. I think yeah. you know um, she. I can't remember the actress's name, but she went into like a Valley Girl accent because yeah. it's like I don't have just a plain American accent to do. Yeah, and just a boring Midwestern accent would make these lines boring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, I think that's part of Colby's appeal. Getting back to Survivor, it could be, but also it's he's. He's not merely the accent. He's also what comes with the accent, which is like, he's like, I wait, I wake up happy. I'm alive and happy. I'm from Texas. You know, st- he, <laughs> right. he plays that. He brings the Texas flag. And he brings that more than somebody like JT who had even a stronger accent so much so that I couldn't understand everything he always said. <laughs> yeah. Um, or big Tom. Oh boy. Who I couldn't, I could understand maybe 30% right. of so what you have said. to have the whole package. Like yeah. Colby has an amazing smile. He's super good looking. He won every single challenge. Yeah. And he just and he just has a fair He's amount. He's a good of, old Southern boy. Yeah, and he just had like I remember. Um, I think uh, f- for All Stars mm-hmm. when they've all gotten settled in, and everyone's just kind of standing around, and Colby just says, "I don't trust any of you sons of guns." Like <laughs> there's just a there's a natural charisma to him yeah. that I think Joe lacks you yeah. know i don't remember joe having a lot of really interesting confessionals nothing um and i feel bad because i'm sure he is by all accounts a, a nice guy maybe a little bit high on himself at times but honestly if people were saying about me the stuff that people say about joe maybe i would be as well um i don't think so <laughs> it's hard to say um but yeah so i was also community and accountability to check yourself oh <laughs> yes that is true it's, I was I, I did not expect to hear uh, Christian terms in the <laughs> podcast, um, but uh, but I will use that opportunity to let everybody know that uh, if you are interested, I do have another podcast called More Than One Lesson. And last week I did an episode with Tyler Fredrickson, mm. who is in season thirty of Survivor. Uh, we talk about um, uh, his football career, his love of movies, and of course his time on Survivor. So you can find that at morethanonelesson.com. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so as far as <laughs> hey, I, I love think how pe- the Christianese turns into a shameless self promotion. Well, yeah, I have a Christian <laughs> podcast, so that's that's uh, that works out very well for me <clears throat> because I'm often in Christian environments. So it's like, oh, you like God, huh? Well, let me tell you about a podcast. So. Um, uh, other other aspects of the reunion, it was a pre- it was a pretty good reunion. No, 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 not a lot of awkwardness. Abby came off very normal. Yeah, and surprisingly self aware. It, 
I think it's just some people do not do well in that environment when they're not eating, not sleeping, and just. We have heard from the inside that she is crazy town in real life. So I have also heard that she's a remarkably nice and gracious person in real life. Really? Yes. So, you know, and that she's eccentric, but is delightful, you know. Um, and so and she she's right. And this she is just the perfect environment enemy. to push her buttons. Yeah. And she went in wanting to be a different person. And within a few days of not eating, she went right back to being the Abby that we yeah. know. Um, but that'll be for tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so listeners, of course, know that I'm a big fan of Jeff Varner. And though, and considering he was on the top row where, you know, Shireen didn't get asked anything. PG didn't oh, ask, get asked anything. Wu was referenced but didn't get asked anything. So I think they recognize, well, we got to ask Varner something. Yeah. But he wasn't really able to be himself. Yeah. I mean, he still. That he, would be my goal in Survivor to not end up on the top row. row. Like, yeah. Not first boot. Great. Not top row. Great. Yeah. Make it to the merge. Great. And it does seem to me. And I understand, you know, you don't. You can't have a montage for everybody. But if I'm thinking in terms of the biggest personalities. Yeah. That's Jeff is the biggest personality out there. I think Jeremy gave a great edit. Absolutely. And he's the winner. Yeah. So of the non-winners, Varner quoting like, Varner in a montage would have been a great highlight. You have the opportunity to air again, him saying what just bit my ass, <laughs> you know, you have him talking manipulative uh, when uh, Spencer and Shireen are both trying to, they're both on the hot seat and they're the ones that lose the immunity. And you have him do this weird little finger thing and say, how poetic. <laughs> Just you have him be basically like a super villain. You yes. have all of these wonderful quotes and you're not going to use them. Yeah. It just feels like, I don't know. It's, it's, and maybe, and maybe I'm partial to that, but I'm partial to people that are good TV yeah. for the right reason. And that's him. Yeah. And if you have these quotes in your back and pocket, use them again. He's in the top row and he still gave you enough good quotes. Like that's how good he was. Yeah. He got out so early and we still have a montage worth of great stuff. Yeah. It's worth, you know, it's worth, there's such a thing as <laughs> flaming out, but boy, you burn bright. Sure. And that's him. Yeah. And, uh, so obviously they, they they felt they needed to talk to him because there was enough people that liked him and and but he's they should a have done a montage person. then asked him a question and I, moved on. I think so. Yeah. Um, Holy crap! Wentworth lost almost twenty five percent of her body weight. Yeah, and that is a tall, skinny girl to begin with. Yeah, and it's weird. I didn't. By the she end, didn't. I didn't think of her as remarkably skinny compared to somebody like Spencer, who even his legs got thinner. I mean, he. I mean, once you can see the hole, like in between yeah, the your dent. ribs, your the dent in the middle of your rib cage, that's too skinny. Yeah, poor Spencer. And honestly, maybe that dent was showing for her, but we're never going to see that because sure. she had a good bra out yeah. there. So, yeah, it was. But she didn't. She didn't look. She didn't look like Courtney. No. Well, nobody can look like Courtney and not be walking Gosh. around alive. Um. Yeah, it was it, it, one montage they did have, rightfully so, was the crazy conditions. And mm -hmm. just like, and and I do wonder, like, maybe people lost more weight this season because people were colder this season. And so your body has to, like, warm itself up, which uses more energy. I think there's a more stressful season, too. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, and when you have that many good players from the very, very, very beginning, yeah. when you're playing the game before you even play the game, like they can't admit to that, especially on air. But right. of course, they were playing before they even got out there. Yeah, it so was it's longer than 39 days of playing. Yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, so we should probably wrap up and we'll have more to talk about tomorrow. So please do uh, check back. Um, it'll probably be in the afternoon. So, uh, a great finale. I mean, it was long. It was they wonderful. covered a lot, but it wasn't boring. No. Even though, even though it was fairly clear who was going to win that crazy tribal council. Jeremy could have screwed that up for himself. Yeah. And the fact that there were no, there were no conventional goats at the end. Exactly. The final four were all very worthy yep. players. And that was exciting to me. Yep. 
And also, I should note, uh, from a prediction standpoint, uh, <laughs> early on, uh, we talk, I talked about who I thought can't win, can win, and then might win. Might win being not only is it possible, but it's actually kind of probable. Um, of the final four, three of them were a might win. And then one Spencer was a can't win, Good for which you. turned out to be tr- uh, true, yep. but I thought he wasn't going to make it that far. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess it was just, I mean, Tasha made it pretty far in her season, but I think Wentworth had the, uh, advantage of people not really knowing the kind of game she was going to play. And Jeremy too, people knew he was a good strategist, but he didn't make it so far into the game. Yeah. That people could definitely say, oh, not only is he a good strategist with a good social game, he's a really great one. And so uh, I think he had a harder time because it was it'd it'd be more obvious just looking at him that he'd be a better player, at least physically than Wentworth. Yeah, Yeah. she can get by on being just the skinny girl. Yeah, but she's clearly But both of them. I mean, we're talking about the two people who had multiple idols, too. What if neither of them had had any? They would not be in the final anything final five right six and that's the thing is is there are people who will bring up and i'm not saying that you're doing this but there are people that will bring up the idol and say like well if it wasn't for the idol and it's like yeah good thing i found it well no not only that but a really risky ways to find it this season and b they played them correctly exactly um and there are people that james had two (laughs) yeah in his pocket yeah and I remember uh, in season 19, Monica was giving Russell crap during a, a, a tribal council where he talked. He was talking about like how far he was able to make. And she's like, yeah, with idols. And it's like, yeah, with idols. You didn't find him. Yeah. I found him and I played him right. That is part That's of the game. That's more now. impressive, though, than this season because he found them without any clues. Right. Um, so it was. So, yeah, this has been. A great, I think, a really great season, partially because it had a really good winner. Um, not my Best preferred winner. Ever? Hard to say because Heroes and Villains is so good, but Heroes and Villains does not have a winner. Oh, okay. But you said not your preferred winner for this season. Who would you have preferred? Well, I would have preferred Steven. Oh, okay. Um, but of the, you know, after Steven went, it was like, all right, well, I want Jeremy to win or yeah. Spencer. Um, or Wentworth. I, if Wentworth had won, I would have been happy with sure. that. Um, Not Tosh. Nah. Nah. She was, she was, she's a good player, but I didn't think she was playing a winning game. Yeah. If she was at the end with Keith and Kimmy, sure. Yeah. But, but then it's like the best of evils and that's not as fun either. <laughs> I suppose. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, I think that will be it for us. Uh, thank you, everybody. We will get you tomorrow. Uh, and then we'll be taking a fairly long break, and then no it- ponderosas. Oh, okay, that's right. We'll 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 do the ponderosas as well. So two more episodes coming to you. Yeah, and then we'll be taking a break, and then maybe we'll come back. Maybe we won't. I'm not sure. That next season, I don't know if I can take it uh, <laughs> from uh, all those injuries. Uh, I I don't like the sight of blood. Um, so uh, thank you all for listening. As for the rest of you. Got nothing for you. Grab your stuff. Head back to camp. Bye. Bye.